The following episode of The First Mint was recorded late Sunday night and early Monday morning, way before the news about the pre-order base drop. So the information you're going to hear in here has no relation to that. In it, we talk about a future pack drop sometime this week, and clearly it happened today. Also, in this episode, we talk largely about restrictions around pack drops. Again, that information is very speculative, and we didn't have some of the information that we received today from Dapper. Enjoy the show. What's up, everybody? It's LG Set here. Today is Monday, March 29th, 2021. Welcome to The First Mint, a podcast where I talk about marketplace trends, big sales, and everything going on in NBA Top Shot. If you are new to Top Shot, welcome. You are in for quite the ride over the next couple months as we get closer to the playoffs, as we come out of a somewhat strange month of March at Top Shot. Today's agenda, we're going to talk about some news at the first minute. We got a website now, no big deal. We are going to look at last week's badge event where badges finally, finally, after a long time, hit the marketplace and what the effect was afterwards of that. We're also going to quickly recap the office hours that were had with the Top Shot team on Friday. They're every Friday. We're also going to look at what's coming up this week, or at least what we think is coming up this week. And then we have a conversation with Mr. Greg Murray the man himself who is posting all those amazing charts on Twitter, he and I are going to have a little chat about what the potential requirements could be for users to join drops in the future as there have been some on a few drops in the last couple months. I want to remind everybody here that none of the content on the show constitutes trading advice in any way and that this show is not affiliated with NBA Top Shot, the NBA, or Dapper Labs. I'm just a guy at his house who loves basketball and blockchain. This is the first one. dive right into the first mint news we have a website thefirstmint.com pretty obvious pretty easy to find it and before you all rush over to it it is relatively new we're still figuring out a couple bugs but we have it going there's lots of great information there two main things you can look for on our website thefirstmint.com one you can look at it as a learning resource if you're new to top shot we have a lot of great articles there very top shot 101 Things like how to get started in Top Shot if you haven't already, edition sizes and how they work, especially considering Series 1 and Series 2. It can be confusing what moments are getting burned and how that's going to work. And also a little bit of advice, how to spend your first $100 on Top Shot. A little basic advice, a little LG special right there. You can look on the website for that learning. You can also look at it for latest news, the stuff that you really want such as an article we posted last night about the next 51 base moments coming out on Top Shot. That's right, there's 51 base moments that aren't out there, and they might be coming out soon. We don't know when. We know that they're made, they're out there. There's four rookies, 11 Top Shot debuts, and 40 base moments. Hopefully we see them soon. Read all about it on the website. Also, a rumor mill post. We will update that post every week. It has all the information about challenges or the rumored challenges, as well as just general other uh, whispers from around the community, thefirstmint.com. Please go check it out. It's going to be a lot of fun. We are going to keep a lot of information there. Share it with your friends. If your friends are new to Top Shot, send them that website because they're probably going to be asking you questions like, how does the pack drop work? How's the challenge work? How do I get the honest? Blah, you know, they're going to freak out. And that's okay. Everybody freaks out a little bit when they join Top Shot. The First Mint, we got you. We got a bunch of sweet articles, videos, all that stuff on the website to help your pals learn about Top Shot. 
Now onto the real news. Last week on Friday, the badges finally hit. That's right, the three rookie badges that we've been waiting for for a very long time, as well as the Top Shot debut badge, also known as the First Moment badge. Basically just the badge for a player when it is their first moment ever on Top Shot. There was a lot of hype leading up to this drop. Some had speculated before that the prices of these moments was priced in for badges, and it looks like they may have been right following the badges hitting the market on Friday afternoon. Prices somewhat dipped over the weekend, so it looks like the market is kind of over the fact that there are badges. I will say they are cool. There's you know there's mixed reactions out there. Some people don't like the design. Personally, I like it. I love seeing it on my moments, and something very important to keep in mind there, even if you're not a fan of badges and if you feel like too many moments got them, how many more moments in the future are actually going to get badges, right? For those first moment badges, well, that's only going to be one for each of those players. So as more moments are minted, very few new ones will actually get badges over time. As for new badges, a lot of people ask about like MVP badge, all-star badge, like defensive player of the year badge, finals badge. That is very, very speculative. There's been zero confirmation from the Top Shot team that that would ever happen. So I wouldn't expect that to happen anytime soon. One last thing that I just want to say I do like about the badges is that I don't have to look them up anymore. Honestly, you know, I'd spent weeks looking through Excel sheets, secret documents that people sent me, trying to go to CryptoSlam, figure it out. I don't have to do that anymore. Now I can just see what was the Top Shot debut. It's very easy. It's sortable. I like that part. Also, one other thing we haven't talked about too much. The marketplace works incredibly well now. There's a one-minute cooldown. It's been like that for a couple days, maybe I think most of last week. And it just, it's pretty smooth. And it's something that I think we got to give the Dapper team a bit of credit for because we don't really talk about it enough. There haven't been any major hiccups lately. I mean, really, when is the last time the marketplace was even under maintenance? I don't think it's happened in a while. So Dapper, good on you. Badges, they hit the market without any maintenance. Also a miracle. Let's hope it's smooth sailing from here. Speaking of Dapper, on Friday afternoons, if you missed this before, I highly recommend you attend. They run their office hours, usually run by Jacob and one of the community moderators, uh, sometimes Uzman, sometimes it's Candy. It's on Friday uh, mornings if you're in Pacific. Basically, it's about an hour-long chat where the Top Shot team answers questions from the community. We posted a recap of it on our website. And of course, on Twitter, some highlights in case you missed it. First of all, the big credit handout of last week, which we kind of forgot because of the badges, where basically tons of collectors were given a bit of cash for their customer service woes. Some people got up to $500, and the Top Shot team said that up to $600,000 had been handed out, I think, on Thursday afternoon, again, for people who'd been waiting for a very long time to hear back on their customer service issues. Also, another note from Office Hours, we are now up to 35,000 people who are able to withdraw from Top Shot, which is awesome. And the Top Shot team has scaled their team to eight people. It was previously four and previously two. So if you're still waiting on that withdrawal access, apparently it is going to come very soon. I would expect that to accelerate quite heavily through the month of April. Also, stricter policies for people with multiple accounts is something they said. This is something they've been working on. Obviously, there's a lot of bots, a lot of nefarious people trying to get like 10 spots in lines. That's happening less and less, and the Dapper is saying that those people might be facing some repercussions. Last little bit from Office Hours, and again, you can read a full recap on our website. Amazing website. Transaction history. Apparently, it's coming very soon. That's right. You'll be able to see your full transaction history. I don't know if it means you're going to be able to download it or have a bit more account access. 
I would love to see my account history or my transaction history. I'm sure it's huge. I will need it come tax time very soon. So hopefully that's coming real quick. Before we get over to my conversation with Greg, let's take a quick look at what is coming up this week. So also mentioned in office hours, there may be some changes to gifting. That's right. Gifting, which was suspended for like a whole week, a couple weeks back, may once again be disabled. All in the name of good things, though, it's going to be to improve the experience. Apparently, there are still some naughty people out there using gifting in a way that they should not be. So Topshot is rolling out a new plan yet. They haven't said what it is, but it will be coming out sometime soon. We could see gifting disabled once again as early as this week. Also mentioned in office hours, and this isn't a speculative rumor. This was somewhat confirmed by Jacob, or at least he said he's hoping it's going to happen. There should be a drop this week. We don't know what the drop is. I speculated that it could be like a, a big base pack drop again because, you know, there's tons of just base moments sitting around. There's no other moments that have been minted that haven't been released. So that would make sense. But again, sometimes moments get minted randomly. So you never know. Either way, there should be a drop this week. Other stuff to look out for challenges. We've been in challenge mania for weeks now. You've had your pick of which challenges to do or really a hard decision if you're doing challenges of which ones you should sink your money into. Today, we're seeing the end of the Jamal Murray Metallic Gold, as well as the Kevin Durant Seeing Stars. Tomorrow is going to be the end of Rising Stars 1 for that very sweet Anthony Edwards dunk. Later this week will also be the end of the All-Star Game Challenge number 2 for the Damian Lillard Game Winner, as well as the Mike Conley All-In-The-All-Star Family Challenge, both ending this week. Challenges to look out for that might start this week. The next Metallic Gold Challenge, which will be Mr. Devin Booker, and, of course, finally, the LeBron James Seeing Stars Challenge. Pretty sure the moments there are just going to be the ones from Seeing Stars that weren't used in the KD. Pretty sure that's confirmed. We kept, we got that pretty strong hit from Dapper a couple weeks back. Again, post it on the website if you want to see it there. But basically, the LeBron Challenge will finally start. And again, if you have never done a challenge or you're wondering about the LeBron one, just I'll put it this way. How often is there a challenge for LeBron? Really, honestly, not very often. It is very special to see that. I think there's only ever been one other one, which was for like a hollow from series one. So a LeBron challenge doesn't come along very often. I'm going to be doing it. I know I never say that kind of stuff on the podcast, but I'm doing it. So if you're interested, LeBron challenge is going to be hype. If you're already doing it, you might be mad for me for saying that, encouraging people to do it. But really, LeBron challenge is awesome. Get in on it. Another challenge you could look out for this week, once that Anthony Edwards one is done, is a Zion Rising Stars challenge. Going to be a rare one. So very cool. If you're not doing challenges, that's cool too. Next up, you are going to hear my conversation with Greg Murray. And you can follow him on Twitter where you're going to hear us plug it during the convo. I want to stress that everything in this conversation is incredibly speculative, okay? We're just jamming about what it could look like if Dapper were to further restrict pack drops for people. In the past, they've done that you need like three moments for pack drop, whatever. Everything we talk about in this conversation, none of it is based in fact. We haven't gotten any information from anybody at Dapper. This is just pure speculation based on things we've heard from around the community, things that people might want to see. We're also going to give you in this conversation a little bit of an oral history of those restrictions. Have a listen. Folks, we are on with the legend, Greg Murray. If you follow him on Twitter, good for you because you get to see those sweet, juicy challenge numbers every single day. And you also get to see a lot of other amazing charts 
graphics, and general analysis of Top Shot. If you don't follow him on Twitter, I guarantee you will after listening to this at Greg Murray. He's a must-follow. Greg, this is your first Mint debut on the podcast. Welcome. Thanks for having me. It's exciting to be here. Um, I was little- says that. Everybody says that. How do you really feel? <laughs> I feel great, man. Thanks for having. Honestly, thanks for having me. I was a listener, uh, obviously before before I came on board, and it's it's been just an awesome adventure. Um, and I feel like I, you've been my Sherpa, guiding me through my top shot journey. <laughs> Dude, I feel like you've been my Sherpa the last at least the last couple of weeks. Where I'm like, Greg, I need challenge numbers. How many? KDs are there. I need to make a decision here in the next couple of days. I feel like you've been my Sherpa. So the feeling is mutual. Um, but for those that don't know you too well, Greg, like let's let's start from the beginning. You know, what was your what was your first experience on top? What was your first day on Top Shot? And what did you did you buy a pack? Did you buy a moment? What was that about? Yeah, so I have a, a group chat going with a, a bunch of guys that I played basketball with, and one of them just like sent a text and he was like, Hey, look at this Top Shot thing. Um, it's like internet trading cards and we were all kind of suspect at first, but he bought a pack and then I bought a pack and it was still back when you could probably buy as many packs as you wanted. So the, the day I bought it, I only bought one, but had the opportunity to buy as many as I wanted. And looking back at it, I'm, I kind of kicked myself. The most notable card I got was a Jason Tatum. Immediately not knowing what I was doing, I threw it up on the market at the low ask and I'm pretty sure it was a, a fairly, it, w- it was above a thousand, but it was a lower serial uh, and it sold in like three seconds. And I was like, that probably wasn't the best play, but, and then, um, I think the, the next round of packs that, that came out were the, the cool cats, the first round. Uh, and I, I missed those, but I made the raffle. So, uh, yeah, I just kind of grew up from there and it, from there it's been history. Um, I, I just started making charts to try to understand top shot or the moves we were making a little bit better and posting those on Twitter. And, and from there it just kind of blew up. Hold on. How much did you sell that Tatum for? I sold it for ten dollars. <laughs> I gotta look up how much it's going for now. Yeah, it was the fifteen k. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I assume. Yeah, I assume that's the only one that was that. Well, let's let's take a look. Let's take a real quick look. It's currently going for thirty five. Okay, so this is not too crazy. Okay. that's not that's not a devastating. I, mean, I think it, 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 I'm sure it peaked for more than that, like a couple weeks ago. Definitely. It was up, at, I think, around 100 one time when I looked, and then I stopped looking because the depression was getting to me. Got it, got it. And can you know, since we're going to talk about, like, pack drops and pack drop requirements, um, you know, which is what we wanted to chat about and because it's a hot topic right now, can you can do you know off the top of your head how many packs you have been successful in getting post-buy-them-as-many-as-you-want post era? Like, starting from Cool Cat's raffle to now of the Q drops, all that stuff that's happened. Do you know roughly how many, how lucky you've been in getting a spot in the queue? A good spot? Yeah, so I probably want to say it's it's less than 10, but but in that, that high, uh, it's close to 10, probably like eight or nine. Um, I've gotten lucky with, with some of the stress tests uh, and then obviously the pre-order and then I hit Cool Cats 2 as well. Hmm. Yeah, I would I would say right around ten ish. What about like Hollow Icon? What about any of the the, the sweet ones? Hollow Icon, Premium Pack, twenty twenty one All Star Game, twenty and and Rising Stars. Those are like the four like juicy ones. Did you get any of those from the queue? So I haven't I haven't hit anything above a rare. Uh, so I didn't hit a rare rare and nothing no legendaries on my end. Okay, so none of the rares. How does that make you? <laughs> 
See, see, this is a good way to dispel the like influencer rumors, right? Because you're doing some of the best work in the space with your charts, your daily charts, super valuable to everybody. You're you're climbing up near ten thousand followers, and you're not you are not getting a favorable spot in line by any means. No, no, yeah, I'm watching my friends pull them every once in a while. Uh, yeah, but I'm I'm left out in the cold. Okay, cool. Well, let's let's you know. I think for the, for the folks listening here, even the stuff we're talking about might be a little abstract. I'm going to quickly recap because we do want to chat about the requirements for getting a pack and whether there should be. So let's quickly go through the history. And Greg, you tell me your experience through each of these. So there's been about three instances where there has been a requirement for buying a pack in some way. The first one was Cool Cats 1, correct? No, I don't think there was a requirement. That was the one that had the uh, the the pack drop that didn't go that didn't go right. So they ended up having to do a raffle as a result. Wasn't it that the raffle, though, was only if you had been in line at the time? Uh, so part of it was, yeah. So part of it um, was if you had been in line at the time, they guaranteed you a pack. And then they raffled the remaining ones to uh, just, I think, anybody could enter that one. Mm-hmm. So I ended up getting back because I had been in line and I didn't get the raffle. Um, but the raffle, I think like it, it took like almost a week or maybe a little bit more for them to, to get that figured out because they had to do all the deduping. There was a botting issue or something and a bunch of people had uh, duplicated entries. So yeah, that was that was a long wait. Yeah. Yeah. So kind of a, requ- a slight requirement, let's say, right? Not just yeah. open to anybody who joined after the drop. So it's semi-requirement. Okay. Second one was the gift. Yep. So they had a requirement. uh for some sort of market activity. And they never really nailed down exactly what it was, um, but you had to have been active in the market by a certain date in order to be eligible for the gift. And then they basically just airdrop that moment into your uh, account or they airdrop that pack um, and you have to open it from there. I qualified for that and got it and it was uh, it was nice, yeah. And then some people some people didn't get that one either, though, because I think there was there was some there were some issues around people who were using the same IP address, right? Like people and their partners or their 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 siblings or friends or something like that, roommates, and not. I don't think it was like an exact perfect system. Yeah, so uh, I would not have wanted to, or I wouldn't have wanted to be in that drop if I were in college and a bunch of my basketball buddies and I were living together. It sounded like only maybe one of them would have gotten it. And then, so that was that's number two. And again, like kind of like. Yeah, you had to have done something, right? Marketplace bought something, and then the third one was the most, like probably the 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 tallest order, I guess, or the 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 most concrete requirement, which was for the twenty twenty one All Star Game drop. Correct. Exactly. Yeah. So the twenty twenty one All Star Game uh, drop, you had to have three moments uh, in order to qualify for the drop, and they gave. I don't remember exactly how long of a heads up it was, uh, but enough time for people to go out there and buy those three moments. So if you go look at evaluate.market, you'll see that the, the number of transactions is really high right around that time. But the, 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 I guess the amount of money coming in was pretty, pretty flat. And did you, did you already own three moments? Yeah. Yeah. Well, I don't know if I'd tell you if I didn't. <laughs> no, but I did. Yeah. So how wait hold on, but how does that make you feel? Because I kind of had you know I, I I'm still unsure how I felt about that. But how did you feel, as somebody who clearly like already had quite a few moments that now, you know, you know, kind of forcing people in a way to buy it, but then but then inevitably qualifying more people for the drop as well. 
Yeah. So I think they ended up like almost 80% of the, the collector base ended up being eligible for that. And to, to me, I think that's, I mean, that sounds about right. I don't think you want to lower it much, much more than that because you, then you start alienating people. So three moments, I mean, I think it, I think it might've cost people like 15, 30 bucks to get, to get to that level. Uh, so they had some skin in the game. I mean, to me, that seems about right. Obviously, you're still going to have actors with, with folks who are buying those three. Uh, if they miss a pack drop, they're selling them immediately or people who are uh, missing the, or making the pack drop and then selling everything immediately. But I think some of that's inevitable. Um, I don't know exactly what they do to, to fix that, but maybe we can uh, talk about it. Let's but Before we speculate on what we think should be done or shouldn't be done, let's think about what we know. I always like to start with facts, right? It's about to be April. We The last pack drop was what, Cool Cats last week? Yeah. Right? That's correct. Yeah. No, yeah. I, sorry. I, th- I think about rookie badges as a pack drop, but it wasn't. It was just, <laughs> it was just an event. <laughs> rookie badges were not. I was like, there was something huge on Friday, wasn't there? I was like, oh, yeah, right. Badges. Not, <laughs> not a pack drop. Um, <laughs> so so Monday last week, we had Cool Cats 3 drop. We Unless there's something that gets announced tonight, we'll be at a whole week since a pack drop. We know that there are... Over a million moments in the wings that have been minted but not released. We know that it's, you know, it's pretty normal for there to be at least like one rare drop and one legendary drop per month. There hasn't been a legendary drop in almost two months. And that through the month of April, I would say we see at least four drops, if not more. One of each kind, let's say. Like one of base dro- base moments, one of base moments, one of like a common moment, like a Cool Cats 4 or something like that. A rare, no no idea what it would be. No idea the set. A legendary, also no idea the set. With that in mind, Greg, how would you approach that if you're dapper? How would you approach making sure that tr- good collectors have a good opportunity, but that also new collectors have a chance to get some good stuff? I don't know. Personally, I would never want to see kind of a barrier to entry put on anything that's common. Uh, just because I think the the packs are, are really the entry point into Top Shot for folks. I mean, it's how I started. I think it's probably the best way for people to get in is to to buy a pack. With that said, for the, the rare and the legendary, I, I'm like kind of torn on that because I think some like the, the best way for people to get into those moments is to get them in a pack. Uh, there's definitely people who aren't going to be able to afford to buy a single uh, of a MGLE or something like that. So I don't think those people, I don't think that means that those people shouldn't have the opportunity to, to get in. So I, what I would definitely not want to see is something like a rare moment as a requirement for a rare or a legendary drop. I think that is going to be too alienating to, to folks who honestly just maybe don't have the same kind of uh, money to put into this, but but still should be able to have uh, that experience. So uh, I wouldn't want to see that. I don't know if then maybe they go to uh, a higher number of moments required as an entry or maybe uh, a number of moments required or a certain level of market activity, uh, like buying. But yeah, I don't, I don't, I've, I've seen a lot of chatter about that on Twitter of, of having rares as requirements. Um, and personally, I'm not a fan. What if there was some requirement? Like, let's say we just pushed the envelope a little bit and it was 10 moments, any moment, any base moment. And 
all you need 10 base moments to have been in your account for a week to qualify for this rare drop. Is that excessive? So I have uh, that graphic I put out right around the all-star pack drop in front of me right now. And 10 moments, I mean, it looks like that would be something like maybe between 20 and 40% of people would be eligible. It seems pretty exclusive. I don't know. I struggle with that. I feel like the the number for rare pack drops they probably should aim for is is maybe 50 or 60%. 80% seems like a lot, but 50 or 60% seems seems about right. I mean, you're not that should be able to to capture some of those people who have only bought some some base set packs or something like that, but still want to be eligible and have the the money to be able to do it. Yeah, I don't know. Do you think it should be different for a legendary drop than it is for a rare drop? No, because I mean, at the end of the day, if people are willing to spend the money on it, I think that's what Dapper wants, right? So if, if somebody's willing to pay a thousand bucks for it, why would they limit those people from from coming in and buying? I understand at some point you have to kind of appease the other collectors who are seeing these people come in, spend the money and then, and then flip the moments. But I'm not convinced that all these people who are, are getting the packs are immediately, you know, selling everything and not reinvesting. So, I, I mean, I did some analysis looking at that. It, it wasn't perfect and I don't have a great way to, to see into that. But to me, it looked like people who were packing moments and then selling like the key cards. So in this case, I was looking at Cool Cats 3. Packing the moment, selling the Cool Cats or whatever the, the peak of uh, that pack is. And then the next day had zero moments, it, it wasn't a huge percentage. So I'm, to me, I mean, you, you kind of have to, to have or, or let the bad actors through. Otherwise, you're going to throw the baby out with the bathwater. Mm-hmm. How would you feel? And this is a theory that I mean, people have floated around here and there. It's a concept. How would you feel about if a new collector was immediately given the chance to buy a pack when they joined. Let's assume they get KYC'd first, of course. So let's say let's assume that a new process is that you join, you KYC, it takes like 48 hours, and then you're given the opportunity to buy a base pack. You spend nine bucks, you buy a base pack, only you as a new collector can do it. But then from there, you have uh, like a two-week cooldown before you can participate in any other pack drops. I like that. I think that's a, that's a solution. If- not looking at they should be um i know that they said it's it's kind of hard for them or it would be uh, difficult for them to kyc everybody on the way in but getting new collectors packs i, I think that has to be the entry point for folks like when you're a kid and you go and you want to buy some some trading cards you don't go to ebay or whatever the card store and look at singles you immediately go out there and, and buy a pack because that's part of the experience the best part of it is flipping through those cards or in this case clicking on those shadows of the moments and watching them pop up in front of you the excitement is is better than any market purchase you'll make right we can guarantee new people packs and if there is some other limitation on them after that point i think honestly that's probably the best way to go about it what if it was like what if it was like far more structured like even more than that, it's like you gave it something like, okay, you join, you KYC, you get a pack, you, you or you buy a pack, great. And then from there, before you're eligible for the actual big time drops, you have like a bunch of other stuff you have to do. As in like, like a really basic commons challenge, 
where each moment is worth like eight yeah. bucks. But there's just like a rolling, a rolling like one or two common challenges always happening at any given moment. But you have to go and complete one to then also experience like the joy of doing a challenge and getting the moment from there. You know what I mean? Just like more of like, hey, like like if they kind of funneled people into these different Top Shot experiences first, right? And before yeah. they can then, you know, quote unquote, like cash in on the big time drops. How would you feel about that? I think that's a good a good idea too. I mean, part of the issue here is that until this point, everything on the market has been like way too expensive for just the regular folks. Like completing challenges that cost like five hundred dollars. I mean, I know that might not have been the plan for for Dapper, but and we kind of see them whether they're doing it intentionally. I mean, part of it is by releasing the supply, but trying to lower the cost of those things so that people can actually complete them. Um, the Mike Connolly challenge is a great example, but I think, but I think having something structured like, like that, where they're controlling the, the cost of, of those moments with supply makes a ton of sense. So having people complete that, you have to do two challenges uh, where the, the total cost of the challenge cards is like 50 to hundred bucks. And then uh, maybe make a showcase or something like that uh, of moments. You have to have five moments in that showcase for 10 days or something like that. I think that th those are the kind of levers that they should be looking at leveraging in order to, to help this problem. If you're dapper, what's the priority right now, though? Like if you, you know, they're scaling up in a lot of different ways. Withdrawals, KYC, anti-bot team. <laughs> try to make the pack drops more fair and equitable. What's Where does that rank in that list of priorities or other priorities if you have other ones they should be thinking about? Honestly, I think it's probably lower, right? So that's more of an experience question. Uh, there's definitely some some other things they, they need to figure out. Withdrawals probably being top of the list. But I mean, with that said, in order to keep people engaged in, in wanting to use the platform, they're going to have to figure out how to do do these things kind of simultaneously, which is why you see them on, on the Discord server uh, late into the evening. And uh, I'm sure they're they're all thinking about it. So they're over there working hard um, on a hard problem. So hopefully they get it figured out and, and they can kind of weigh what needs to come first. Because I mean, obviously they have way more information than we do, right? So hopefully, uh, they're they're looking at it with a with a keen eye towards the collector as well as what's in the best interest of Top Shot long term. Last question about this: Would you be down if there was some kind of like series two club where if you have done X amount of activity and challenges and participated in pack drops and even like community activity, like you've made showcases and you've been in Discord hanging out or whatever, like just. All these, like, you know, proof that you are a dedicated lover of Top Shot in some way. That then at the end, on the final day of the finals this year, or at the end of whatever the last pack drop will be of Series 2, whenever that is, that then all the people who have done those, like, let's call it you have, like, community challenges. You have to do, like, 10 things, challenge, you know, do a challenge, pack drops, whatever, to qualify. You get this, like, Series 2 hardcore Top Shot or, like, badge. And then that badge qualifies you for specific events and pack drops in the next series. 
So, yeah, I think that's a great idea. I think Dapper's kind of hinted at that in the past, that they they want to reward loyalty. And I think that would be a great way to do it. Uh, they kind of already have, like, a mechanism for that that hasn't been, I don't think it's been fully realized yet in the, the baller status. So as you kind of do different things on the platform, you kind of see that tick up and up and up. Um, so I think, I mean, that idea that you have kind of plays off that. And I, I think it would... Uh, definitely ease some of the pains of those that the the people who are, are seeing the people come in and flip and they don't have any moments and they're all eligible and I'm 300k in line for a 30k pack drop like that kind of stuff kind of gets eased if you're kind of rewarding people for for participating so uh, I would I would assume that they probably are already thinking about stuff like that but yeah I'd love to see it come around the pike my God, man, I completely forgot about baller status. <laughs> I actually well, completely forgot that that existed when I asked you that question. Well, no, but that, I mean, there's a reason why you've forgotten about it. It's because it's it's not being used for anything at the moment. Like you only see it after you open a pack and you see that little bar tick up a little bit. Um, I feel yeah, like that I hasn't mean, happened think... to me in forever. <laughs> I feel like I haven't <laughs> seen the bar tick up in like a long time. Man. I feel like I've been trying to subscribe right to the to... newsletter or whatever it is that you're supposed to do. Like one of those t or like like your favorite team. I feel like I've been trying to do that for like 20 years and it hasn't worked. Yeah, <laughs> I am right there with you. But um, yeah, so I mean, I think they have that they have that idea kind of brewing. And I'm really interested to see what, what happens when it kind of comes to fruition. Yeah, well, sorry. Sorry to the Dapper team if you're listening that I completely forgot about your main like loyalty fan club product that's built in <laughs> there. But hopefully, I know they've said it's not a priority, but but maybe that'll be the mechanism, right? And that's that's also speaks yeah. to kind of like just the larger idea of crypto that sometimes in some crypto projects I've participated, it's like you don't realize that you're gaining like future potential points for something. Uh, until it's like way later and you realize that, you know, you're going to be rewarded for your activity in some in some way, even if it's just like you get into the exclusive club. So it's something that's possible. I think it'd be a little too early right now to kind of print out to put that out there, mainly because I think there are a lot of other things that need to get done. But Greg, what what charts can we expect this week? What what are we going to be looking at from Greg Murray on Twitter? Uh, hoping to get back into the, the daily tracker here. Uh, I've got some updates coming for that. Uh, so stay tuned on that. Uh, other than that, uh, you know, just just other other charts. I've been taking requests on Twitter, so you might see some of those coming out in the near future. And then if people have ideas, uh, my DMs are open. Where can people find you again? Just remind them. Yeah. So on Twitter, it's underscore Greg Murray. Well, Greg, it's been uh, it's been great to have you on, man. Yeah, appreciate it. We'll have to do it again sometime. And that is going to do it for today, folks. Happy Monday. Hope you have a great rest of your week. Make sure you follow us at The First Mint on Twitter. Make sure you hit that subscribe button. If you're listening on iTunes, leave a nice comment. If you're enjoying these podcasts, they're free. Come on, give us a little give us a little love. You made it this far into the episode. Otherwise, visit our website, thefirstmint.com. There's actually a sign-up in some of those posts for a newsletter, TBD, when that's going to happen, but probably coming pretty soon. Otherwise, we have another awesome episode coming out this Wednesday, another podcast with a guest. I can't tell you who it is because I'd ruin it, but it's going to be a very good one. So we'll see you then on The First Mint.